Hello, world. It's us again, the two white guys in the basement. Just to say hello and welcome you to another show. What do you think? Yeah, let's have another show. I guess. We'll just get it over with. Right. All right. Well, I'm Sean. I'm Randy. And this is Rural America, where everybody has at least 15 guns. Exactly. (laughs) And we are all just milking those chickens. (laughs) Right. Randall. Sean, how you doing? Good. Brandon, are you there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Alrighty. Yeah, y'all's intro was kind of funny. You said uh, everybody at least has 15 guns. Lord, I can think of 15 guns right around me right now. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you'd have a good response to that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the myth of the chicken, I don't know about that one. (laughs) It takes skills. So, I appreciate y'all having me on today. Hey, we appreciate you coming. Oh, definitely, yeah, definitely appreciate it. So, uh, so you were uh, born in rural America, right? Oh yes, born in Liberty, Kentucky. Oh yeah, small little town of about fifteen hundred people, smaller than Mayberry. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Good town. Yeah. Yeah, I've been through there. It looks like a nice town. Yeah. You still living there? No, I live just south of Russell Springs near Lake Cumberland now, so it's about 30 minutes south of it, but once again, it's a little town, too. It's about 1,500 people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not much different. <laughs> so, near the lake, though, that's the plus side. Yeah, right. right. So, so um... So what was it like for you to grow up in rural America? Oh, Lord, we, I, I tell this story sometimes to people, and sometimes uh, they, they, look, they look at me like uh, I'm kind of messing with them a bit, but it, it's true. It's a very true story. We grew up um, down on uh, a road named 501, Highway 501, and we grew up in literally a log cabin uh, down in a holler next to a creek. We didn't have electricity. We didn't have running water. And, but, you know, it was never cold. There's no hungry. I had some of the best parents in the world. But people look at me like I, I, I'm exaggerating that story, but it's the truth. And, you know, I was born in 1980 in, in our county. We're, we're one of the poorest counties in Kentucky still. But growing up, I mean, we just didn't have a whole lot of anything. And uh, they tell me, they're like, you sound all like, like Abraham Lincoln. I'm like, Abraham Lincoln ain't got crap on us. So. <laughs> right. But yeah, that's a true story though. It, it was, it, but we had a good childhood. We 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 grew up with love. We was we was taken care of very well. My dad, he was, he was a drill sergeant in the military, former drill sergeant. That's five of us, uh, five sisters, and one brother. There's total seven of us. And uh, you talk about having a tough life and growing up with five sisters and an older brother. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, that's rough, right there. Yeah. <laughs> So no electric, no running water. No, none at all. And five horrible sisters. No, I love them. <laughs> Sound like uh, sounds like that white privilege really worked out. <laughs> I tell people that all the time, and I try not to be mean about it. I, I and listen, I love everybody. I really do. 
But whenever people start talking that old junk about about all that, I'm like, you want to see that? I want you to come in to Casey County in 1980, and I want to show you what white privilege was. Right. <laughs> I have used that, and I don't mean it disparaging toward anybody. It's just it's just the truth, Lord. So. Yeah. So uh, so, what do you do now? Now I, I do a multitude of things. I work in politics. Uh, working car sales and sales manager and also now own a wrestling company believe it or not so oh wow so how'd you get in the wrestling business well i started wrestling when i was 17 years old started training when i was 17 i need to say and then i got out when i was about 24 ish and i didn't ever think i'd ever get back into it but um one of my buddies uh he goes by the ring name Breed. Whenever he broke into the business, I was actually out signed his license, and he he kept up with it. And I'd been out of it for about sixteen years, and he had uh, he kept on with it. He contacted me, and at that time, March of last year, he contacted me, March of twenty twenty, and uh, he he knew I'd done market building and stuff, uh, marketing and ads and things for politics. I run campaigns, do all the digital marketing, blah blah blah. And uh, he said, how would you like to help us build our company, this wrestling company? And I said, well, I can help you do it. And because I was going to take off some new retail stuff, it's because politics isn't a consistent thing. Like if you have a, a political seasons, you have your primaries and general elections. And after that's over, you got all this dead space. So I was done with politics, almost done with that, that session. And he had... Uh, he said, would you help us build our company? And I was like, yeah, I'll help you. And so we, I started helping him do that stuff. And uh, nothing against the owner, but the owner wouldn't listen to hardly word and said. He didn't and what it boiled down to if he didn't want to spend any money is what it was. And uh, about eight months into it, he, he called me. He said, how would you like to buy this company? And I, said, <laughs> I said, I have no business whatsoever buying a wrestling company. He said, for what I'm going to sell to you for, you'd be crazy not to. He was right. And so I bought it. Well, I thought, I thought ahead. I said, I don't have time for this. I don't have time. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, my wife will bail me out. She absolutely hates it. <laughs> hates it. I married a Yankee, just letting y'all know. <laughs> Where's she from? Uh, the Northern Kentucky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. That's a whole other story to tell, but uh, she. She, uh, she tells everybody, she's like, it's no coincidence he's been out of wrestling for 16 years, and we have been together for 16 years. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting here thinking, she's going to bail me out, saying, no, you don't do that. So I get her on the phone. He's on the phone, three-way call, and I say, well, Mindy, I like, he's wanting me to buy this wrestling company, and I tell her how much it was. And lo and behold, the person's going to bail me out, my only out here, she says, Oh, I think it's a fabulous idea. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, I would have never seen that coming whatsoever. And that's how I ended up buying this guy on wrestling company. So, so what do you guys, um, so, so what do you, so it's like amateur wrestling. Is that right? No, it's professional wrestling. It's, uh, it's just, uh, I, I hate to even use the word minor league because it's oh, okay. the same, I mean, same wrestling license and stuff as, as the, uh, the WWE and all that, but mm-hmm. uh, no, it's professional wrestling, TV style, and all that. So, oh wow, 
Maybe me and you can go down there, Randy. Rule America tag team. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know about that. We probably get our ass kicked, but it's okay. I'm sure. As long as Brian Abner can be y'all's manager. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, Yeah, we'd be good then. (laughs) If y'all's wondering why I was late again today, you can blame Brian Abner because he bailed on me. And uh, I ended up getting a car deal today, a friend of mine, and he ended up having to go to the racetrack, and I ended up having to finish the deal for him today. And oh, I don't even sell cars it. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> dang it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he had to go to the racetrack, I heard. But anyhow, so um, so uh, how about the as, as far as the car business goes, um, have you ran into the problem with the uh, microchip thing, or is that, or are you, are you just used car dealer? No, we, we do, we do new and used. We're, uh, right. we're one of the largest dealers in Kentucky. There's, there's three huge car dealership uh, dealer groups, and we're, we're probably not the biggest, the second biggest. Right. And, uh, but no, we sell new, used, and everything. And, but, you know, we've, We've always been pretty smart about having enough stock and stuff, but it is starting to slow down with the used because of just the availability. If anybody ever wants to trade in their car, right now would be the time to do it because, Lord, they're putting so much money in these daggone used cars because you can't get them. Our lot will hold like 700 cars, and I think we got probably 200 on it right now. It's ridiculous. Wow. So no. the the microchip thing hasn't affected you yet? Not yet. It hasn't. Not yet. Well, I've I've just heard uh, actually uh I think Sean said that uh he went to buy a new car and the salesman said uh well, you can tell the story <clears throat> if you want. Well, okay, so um which I talked about this last week too, but anyway, I got in a head-on collision and then uh with my work car and then needed a new work car. So I went to get a new work car and, uh, I bought my truck at the same place and they asked me if I still had my truck. And I said, yeah. And they were like, you liking it? And I was like, yeah, I like it. And they're like, you want to sell it to us? And I was like, I don't yeah. know. Depends on what you want to give me to it for it. But they ended up buying it cause they gave me what I wanted. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I was in a similar situation back in December. I had to buy a vehicle for, you know, um, business and stuff, and they ended up uh, hit my truck at a certain price. And just to mess around the other day, or about two or three weeks ago, they ended up, I, I put my truck up again for trade. They put three more thousand dollars in my truck than what they hit it at in December. I drove this truck for two years, put 60,000 miles on it, and it cost me $2,000 to drive it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. That is weird. Thanks, China. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah I'll tell you. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I, we can get back to all the other stuff, so, but uh, just you've already mentioned it. So, the political stuff. So, what's all that about? Well, I do campaign management. I've been... Uh, been in commissions and things like that. I was on the historical properties commission for the state of Kentucky and, uh, oh, I was on four different commissions and, 
we, we basically handled all the historical properties in the state. And a lot of people don't know this, but the state of Kentucky, they have the fourth largest collection behind the Smithsonian. So we have all this, this neat stuff in Kentucky people don't understand. Right. And um, one, of the, one of the boards I was on is the Military History Museum uh, Commission. And uh, I was on there with, get this, this is a funny story itself too, but I was on there. I got appointed by the governor of Kentucky at the time. And I'm sitting here with three generals and three colonels, and then you have this lowly car salesman <laughs> among these people. <laughs> uh, remember introducing, like the first meeting, introducing themselves and stuff, and uh, they, they got to me, and I, I, I just looked, I was like, listen, I'm not a military guy. I wished I was. It's one of the biggest faults I've ever made in my life. I'm not going to the military. I always wanted to, but I didn't. And um, I was like, I ain't got anything like y'all got, but I'm just a car salesman. You should have seen, seen them look at me. But they quickly understood I knew my crap and why I was appointed to that commission. But, uh, yeah, I, I was, I've done that, had a lot of controversy last year uh, over these statue things with control of uh, the historical properties. And uh, we, we had the statue in the rotunda state, state capitol of Jefferson Davis. And, um, you know. Uh-oh. Yeah, they, they made a big deal about it. The governor's office, uh, which the governor we have now, I'm, you know, I don't know which way y'all fall, but it, I'll just put it to you like this. Our governor in Kentucky, he's a complete moron, and he knows how what I think of him. <laughs> but he, he, they tried to get me to get a unanimous vote to vote and remove Davis out of the state capitol. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand this. It wasn't just the vote on the statue. It was the vote on the cost of the statue. And the timing of moving it, and <clears throat> I was the only person devoted to keep it out of all the rest of them. And they, they all just buckled is what they done, and uh, they voted to remove the statue. Well, he brings in these uh, these people didn't get OSHA approval, didn't get anything, uh, didn't even get a bid for uh, like a approval from the Kentucky Historical uh, um, Commission. The one I was on, and I, and I let I, I didn't mention it. I didn't even bring it up because I knew they was about to do something illegal. We vote on everything when it comes to monetary things, and uh, I didn't even ask how much it cost. So they all voted, and of course I was the lone person. They all tried to throw me under the bus. The governor tried to throw me under the bus, and everything. That's fine and dandy. Brian knows the whole story. He hears me drop about it all the time, but <laughs> um, so they ended up. I let them hook themselves, and the next day. Everybody found out how much it costs to move this daggone thing. All right. So at this time, we also have people going to the state capitol, standing in lines to talk to the unemployment people because we're in the height of corona right now. You know, the COVID epidemic, and everybody's getting laid off. Everybody's on the unemployment. They can't get hold of anybody. But we got this jack wagon governor that decides that he's wanting to move his statue, uh, and it's all political. They, they can say whatever they want uh, about, you know, equality. It ain't about the equality. It's about who gets the biggest brownie points of them all. And the, these guys are just complete morons, uh, the governor and his office and stuff, when it comes to this stuff. I mean, it, it, they are literally subjugating people uh, just to, to get their agenda over. But it costs $225,000 to move this statue in the height of all this unemployment. Oh. And... 
Yeah, he just. I would have moved it for time. five if I could have it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I said. Get this though: all that money went to his political donor friend. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He didn't get bids on it. He broke the law. Now, of course, you know, uh, with uh, the new Biden administration, the Attorney General of the United States, and Inspector General, they they dropped any investigation they'd had on this guy for doing that. So, of course, he gets off scot free at this point. So. Uh, it costs taxpayers two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars to remove this statue. Whenever they're all standing up there in line, can't even get anybody calling back on unemployment. Right. So, so, so let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So you voted to not remove it. Is that right? I voted not to remove it. Yes. So are you right, uh, white supremacist? Oh, Lord, no. <laughs> Lord, no. no. I tell you what, this is what I tell people on all this, uh, this Just stuff like you. that. I, I, I know. I wish they would round all those idiots up and all the people on the other side that, that all they want to do is talk about race. Yeah. And just let let put them in the field, let them fight it out, and leave the rest of us out of it. <laughs> right. so. Well, we appreciate everybody listening today. This has been Brandon, the white supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, <laughs> no, we're just teasing. I know you are, man, and uh, get a little chuckle out of it. I mean, Lord, uh, particularly need to stop wearing a heart on the sleeves about everything. I well, mean, you know, uh, I th- what I find crazy is. Uh, these people think if they erase history like it never happened. Oh, I know. It's just I know. odd. And that's what bothers me. It bothers me. Yeah. I mean, everybody has the warts and stuff. I know we hear that, that terminology all the time. we got to love everybody in the warts, too. But, it, you know, everybody has a, a, a dark past of some type. Nobody's squeaky clean. And, and we just need to start being real with each other. We've had a lot of idiots throughout history that to, to run the country whether it be Congress, President, or whatever. We had a lot of people in, you know, Kentucky running the government for over 90 years. That's pretty much put us in, in just a, one of the crappiest states in the Union. We're almost worse off in California. Um, hmm. But it's just, we, I don't know, people just, they, 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 they look at what's in front of them, and they don't look at the end road of what's going to happen. So people well, just need to get through. I think, well, I mean, I think, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you follow anything, but a lot of people are moving out of New York and California, just saying, yep. after after the COVID thing, because, you know, there's other states that are uh, a little less worried about the COVID thing, I guess. And they're, yeah. they're, they're more open, but, and then they're going, they're going to like, uh, rural areas or whatever. And, you know, I don't know, but anyhow, yeah, there's been a, like a flea from California. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, Southern California, they've lost their mind years ago. Northern California is starting to be invaded by those crazies too. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but th- that's the thing. They're spreading out everywhere. And, I mean, we're going to welcome people with open arms down here, but they need to behave themselves and, and act, act like a member of society and quit being silly. Um, you know, I don't want to get into the, the beating up people and their beliefs and stuff. But it, it's just one of those things like, you know, don't try to push your belief on me. You need to push. The, I'm not going to try to. Hurt you, don't hurt me. You know, just just live and let live. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what it used to be. All right. Yeah. Not since last year. <laughs> yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> it's all changed. Yep. 
I mean, look at it like this. I like wrestling. You you two probably don't, and that's okay with me. I'm not going to look at y'all and say, oh, y'all a bunch of idiots. I mean, because you just don't like it. My wife don't like it. That's fine. She I used like to like politics. it. No, I yeah, I mean, yeah, I used to like wrestling when I was a kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior. And yeah, Junkyard Ultimate Warrior. Dog yeah, yeah, that's all. Yeah, I used to like it a lot. Yeah, I'm it not, got pretty stupid here lately, though. So. Well, I haven't watched it lately. <laughs> after I got, you know, after I got married and had kids, I was kind of out of it. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, I was out of it for sixteen years, and I got full head first back in it. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, what do you do with that? Uh, we promote the shows and stuff, and uh, we train, and uh, well, I just and, and we put shows together and um, try to hire some of the older talent. Like I've had uh, a lot, a lot of people. Like, uh, do you remember the Bushwhackers, for instance? Oh yeah! Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've had them. They've endorsed us. Our oh, Anderson really? Endorsed us. Yeah, That's we cool. we got some. Brand Hearts endorsed us. We got a bunch of big. Uh, big things and we're, we're actually partnered with uh alberta wrestling academy and can am wrestling academy out of canada and that's uh brad hart's brothers organization bruce hart they've endorsed us uh what they partnered with this is what it is that we we're just building a lot of good relationships we're trying to get back to that old style mm-hmm. wrestling this, this crap on tv right now you can't even watch it so it's awful yeah i think it's turned more into a soap opera yeah Oh, it's beyond that. Well, it's, it's the most unbelievable bullcrap you ever look at. Now. I think. I think when I quit watching it was whenever uh, Macho Man, uh, Randy Savage, and his mm-hmm. and his Green wife and his wife had a whole falling out or whatever. I, you know that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny. You know, uh, a lot of people don't know this, but his wife, Miss Elizabeth, she's from Frankfort. Kentucky, believe it or not. Is that right? Ooh. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> so Kentucky is breeding a lot of good stuff, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I'm not yeah. saying nothing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, we have good stuff, too, up here. It's called shitty weather. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Corn. Well, you, get, yeah, you go to Kentucky, if you want some strange weather, hey. <laughs> We had all four seasons in one day. That's, true. <laughs> That's how it's been up here. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got this saying down here: you don't like Kentucky weather, just wait a while. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they say that here too. Yeah. Do they? Yeah. We 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 go up into Indiana every now and then. We got a place down in uh, 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 South Carrollton at Perry Park, and uh, Madison is probably. 30 minutes away, Lawrenceburg, maybe an hour away. Right. But it's all southern Indiana. So, I mean, we go up there every now and then. So. Right. But I like Indiana. It, it ain't bad state. Oh, the old Hoosiers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could be worse. It could be Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> well, or Michigan. No. Yeah, well, I think Michigan over Ohio. I'm sorry. So, Are you uh, serious? Oh yeah, well, you're not, hey, you're not allowed to dance in Michigan. You know that, right? <laughs> well, you're not allowed to carry ice cream cone in your back pocket in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about that though? You're not allowed to dance in uh, D.C., Illinois, or uh, Michigan. Really? At a wedding because of COVID. Really? Oh God bless. Yep. 
Even if you're vaccinated and wear a mask, you're still not allowed. Well, what if you wear two masks? I don't know. (laughs) They got so many just crazy rules and stuff. I I mean, it it just doesn't make sense. It's like a scene out of the Twilight Zone at this point. Yeah, it is, actually. It's just like you just shake your head. It's like, what's changing today? Right. I had this Walmart greeter about to tackle me yesterday. We went over to Walmart. And I walk in, of course, I, I'm, I'll be honest, I don't hardly wear a mask anywhere. I'll just be honest with you. Maybe I should, I'm just, you know, it is what it is. So you're saying that you have the myth, mythical thing that's called an immune system. I, I think I've got that. I think I, I've got that, too. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> but this Walmart greeter, Lord, he had to be ever been like 85 years old. <laughs> And I walked in, and I said, there, you don't mind my own business, and, and I, I literally forgot my mask. I usually have one in my pocket just in case somebody says, hey, will you put on your mask? I, I kind of appease them. I'm like, okay, if it makes you feel better, I'm okay with that. I'll put it on until I get six foot away from somebody, and I'll take it back off. But, uh, but this guy, he, he, he starts like the you know, dress me down. He's like, well, where's your mask? I'm like, eh, I, I think it's in my pocket. I'm trying to sit there fumbling around. And I, like, I feel the pressure and the heat of this guy's eyes on me. Like, punk, you better get that mask on before I walk <laughs> you out. I'm sitting here sitting thinking, this guy. I mean, he's just like staring me down. And I was like, dude, I ain't got a mask. And he's like, well, you need to blah, blah, blah. So, of course, I go on defense mechanism strategy. And I'm like, did you, you know the CDC? And I started taking all this crap the CDC's released, and it just went over this guy's head, and he just shut up and sat down. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but my wife, she she gets mad at me because uh, she works for the health department. Okay, so you know the health department, right. and there's a there's a how should I say this the nice way? There, there's a need for the health department. There is, I understand this, and but they are. Um, <laughs> they're the the good stopo of Corona, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that, that's the best way I can put it. And she she doesn't she doesn't believe that crap either. Most of those poor people down there that's trying to enforce this bunch of crap that as our governor's trying to make their band force, they don't believe in it either. But that, for the jobs they have to do, so I don't rattle their cages too much. Right. So she gets irritated because if we're going to go in somewhere. If I've got my mask off, you've always got that Karen somewhere that's going to try to rattle your cage. Hey, I ran into a Karen today, actually. <laughs> well, what, what was your Karen story? Okay, so my Karen story was as uh, me and my wife traveled to Wayne County today to, uh, it's a big giant candle store, right? And, uh, they sell these, like, handmade chocolates in the back. Well, there's a sign back there that said, if you want the ch- want any of the chocolates or anything, then you need to go up front and talk to the cashier. So I did. I waited in line, talked to the cashier. She says, yes, I'll take you right back there and get them. So she did. Brought me back up front. And she there was people in line, and she waved me to come here, like up there. So I did. And then some lady was like, are you kidding me? Really? See, kids? That's what happens when you deal with rude people right there. They just cut in line, don't care about anybody else. And I was like, listen, lady, I didn't cut in line at all. I was already up here standing in line for the chocolates. And this lady waved me to come up here. 
So don't run your mouth to me in a candle shop. So I'll flip <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then she just said, yeah, she just said, okay. And then her husband just stared at his phone the whole time. He didn't say one word. <laughs> you know what he's thinking? He's staring at his phone. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, no Jesus. At all. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. good night. Will you just shut your mouth for once? <laughs> yeah. He knows he's married to a Karen, but he's, he's hooked into it because he knows if he goes to court, he's going to get out Karen. There, he's going to get him in there. She's going to take everything. Then she's going to carry Karen the judge. That's right. And he, the judge is going to hate him for it. It's like, Dude, if you just wouldn't have married this lady, you'd have been five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they had about six children too, so. Oh my! Oh yeah. She probably carried him into those too. He <laughs> probably didn't want to have any kids. <laughs> <laughs> she probably looked up. I'll talk to your manager. I'm gonna tell you right now, and we're gonna have some kids, whether you like it or not. And yeah. like it, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I should have. I, I should have called her Karen. I should have said, "Listen he here, Karen." <laughs> he should have. <laughs> That would have been funny. The Karen's story, uh, I told you I have five sisters, and they're, they're going to hate me saying this, okay? So I call them the five level of Karen, okay? <laughs> okay. Let's hear it. is a different level of Karen, okay? So they're, they're good. They're good people, but they do not care to talk to your manager. And they will embarrass the crap out of you. So my youngest sister, Amanda, she's the head Karen. Like, it's above and beyond. She's full-blown Karen. The only thing she's missing is the haircut. That's it. <laughs> All right? Okay. But she'll talk to your manager any, any time that she is that, that. Even if you don't need her to talk to your manager, she's going to talk to him some way, somehow. Track them down. <laughs> All right? Even if she has to call him. On vacation, she's gonna get a hold of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's how it is. Then my next, uh, she's my next oldest sister, Melanie. She's the next level of caring. She's a little bit more subdued, but she don't care jerking not in your butt. Okay, <laughs> no matter what. Listen to this story. We go on vacation. We just got back from vacation from Orlando, but. We went to Pigeon Forge to a daggone water park, and I hate going on vacation with my sister Amanda. And <laughs> oh, <it's amazing. laughs> so, so we're sitting down there, and and we get a call, and Amanda, the head parent, she calls me, uh, or Melody, she calls me. She's like, "You'll never believe what Amanda done." I'm like, "Okay." So she's sitting there explaining this story to me and my wife of how she almost got in a fight with this lady over a lawn chair at the pool. (laughs) And she's sitting here going into detail about this, and we're sitting there just kind of scratching our head, because even though Amanda's the head parent, she usually won't try to get in altercations like that. We're just sitting there scratching our head, like, that don't sound like Amanda. That sounds more like Melody, the one telling me the story. Lo and behold, we finally catch up with Amanda, and we hadn't even said anything to her. She's like, first thing out of her mouth, you wouldn't believe what Melody done. <laughs> story of what Melody just told us, and me and my wife just looks at each other like, "Yep, we knew it. We knew it." But yeah, they're all different levels of caring, and they hate when I talk about that. It, I get them in front of everybody, and they get they get the red lungs. So I'm like a bunch of daggone pins, and I say, "What are y'all gonna do? You all ask to speak for the manager?" And oh, it makes them so mad. <laughs> That's funny. I want to speak to the manager now. 
Exactly. Oh, uh, I am the manager <laughs> of Rural yeah, America. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they're going to hear the podcast, and they're going to be calling to speak to y'all. <laughs> when I speak to him, I heard both of you. Let me speak to y'all's wives. Y'all shouldn't be on that uh, podcast saying stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, well, we say all kinds of stuff on this podcast. Yeah, we kind of do. Yeah. I'm sure some of our listeners are like, I can't believe Sean said that. <laughs> so uh, so what do you think about the vaccine? Are you going to take it? Are you going to take the jab? Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I, I used to be an EMP a long time ago, and I, I, I tried to give it a chance. I tried to do some research on it. I've I done my due diligence. All right, and have you ever tried to research the vaccine at all? No. Um, no. There's not enough information, I, I, I'm sure. I haven't actually tried to research it. I've heard a lot about it, I'm just saying. Go ahead. Well, I, I, I've tried to research it, and I've got a better chance of finding the freaking Loch Ness Monster than finding anything real about <laughs> this vaccine. Well, right? Okay, are you using Google? Oh, Lord, let me see here. It's either Google or that other one. Let's see what age you use now. Uh, Bing. Is it Bing they use? I guess I don't know. It's got a bunch of ice bugs on it right now. I'm just saying. Know. I'm just saying. The uh, Google's not going to say anything negative about the vaccine. And uh, and uh, I usually uh, it, I don't know about Bing. I haven't used that in years. But uh, I think DuckDuckGo. Yeah. That that gives you a little bit more, right? Information. It's not like censored like google is right so yeah. I, so I already told you about the thing i seen or whatever so i'm thinking about turning that into a shirt because it's not copyrighted right with the rats oh yeah i'm thinking about turning that into a rural american shirt anyway this okay. <laughs> it's two yeah. rats right brandon yeah one rat says are you getting the vaccine and the other rat says nah they're still testing it on humans <laughs> i love it oh i love it Oh, nothing else. Y'all need to make a graphic of it to at least put out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. So I did do my due diligence. I was trying to look at this stuff. The only thing I could find is scant information. Scant. And and I told I told my wife, I was like, you know, it isn't that I'm anti-vaccine. It's just that I'm not going to take anything they can tell me a little bit more about. And then I, I get to doing the history mindset and I go to try to compare it to other situations like for instance uh, maybe uh, what tuberculosis and all that you remember, remember that whole mess yep. and the the government at the time they thought that the, the best cure for tuberculosis was fresh air so they put the uh, you're here at Waverly Hills up in Louisville the big uh, tuberculosis hospital right no, so it's been big. It's haunted, evidently now. So they do tours of it and stuff all around. And I went up there, and it, I tell you what, it's an imposing place. You roll up in that thing, and that thing—it's it's daunting. But anyway, so they do these tours. But the history of the Waverly Hills is that they put all these tuberculosis patients out there. The government had this big bright idea that hey, this is good for you. You're going to get cured from tuberculosis. So they will these poor old patients that's believing all this crap into these open-air beds, as they call them. You know what open-air means? Basically, you're out on the porch in the middle of the winter is what you're doing. Oh, my so God. Want, yeah. 
they wheel these people out in the, their hospital beds out on basically mm. the, the balcony in the middle of winter. And people dying, people doing this. They have a death chute, they call it, okay? So they carry all these bodies down to the bottom of this 100-foot death chute to the river, put them on barges to go, I guess, burn them or do whatever they've done with them. And yeah. that that was the government solution at the time for tuberculosis. It's, oh, yeah, yeah, you just need these fresh air beds. And you'll be fine. Yeah. Your tuberculosis is cured and you'll just die of hypothermia instead. Isn't that what... (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Just just curious. Isn't that what Doc Holliday had? Tuberculosis? Yeah. That's what I thought of. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. And then then according to the movies I've seen, he went out to the west where it was drier climate, right? right? So... Still died, yeah, yeah. But he was he did, he died he didn't die young. Or, they I used mean, to prescribe he, he was, heroin. Now it's illegal. <laughs> yeah, he had a, a little bit of opioid addiction, I believe, and yeah. uh, what was it, laudanum and things. Like yeah, that. laudanum. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> Would you try yeah, laudanum, uh, Randall? No, no, Lord, no. I, 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 the most thing you're going to get me to ever do is maybe drink a beer or a mojito. Well, or pina coladas. That's good on vacation. Yeah, I like the pina colada, but uh, Brian, he makes fun of me before we went on vacation. So I, uh, I got my shirt guy, okay? He, he makes all these shirts. I, I get a bunch of people's shirts and like get orders for him. And so he, he kind of knows that he's under my thumb just a bit. And I, I, I try not to make it that way. But I... I I guess that's a mindset, like, uh, so I call it mojito mania. It just comes into my head the day or two days before vacation. So I said to my wife, of course, she rose her eyes, and she's like, let me guess, you're getting a shirt made of that. And I was like, well, no, but now I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I designed this thing in like five minutes and sent it over for a while in my, my shirt printer. And I said, dude, I need these shirts fast. He's like, how long I got? And I say I need it by tomorrow. And he makes me these dago shirts. But he charged me what he should have charged. He charged me I think ten bucks a piece to make two shirts. Your minimum order is you like twenty five. But so he makes me these shirts with a mojito mania on them. Okay, like the old WrestleMania. <laughs> All right, it's awesome. And my wife's idea, which she will never claim, she just rolls her eyes at me at this point. So I made me and my sister Melody the parent number two. She, me and her like to drink a little on vacation. We get in the lazy river, can't hardly get out of it. It's a <laughs> So, Randa wearing his mojito mania. Well, I do. I forget to give hers to her, but I'm wearing his mojito mania shirt. I wear it like three days. <laughs> and me, he's like, Are you ever going to change that? Of course, Brian's just tickled. I keep sending him pictures of me on vacation. He knows I'm loaded. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> He goes, I guess Mindy's probably really loving that right now. I was like, yeah, she loves it. He just gets a kick out of it. Everybody says, why do you put up this crap? <laughs> I, need, I, I think I need one of those T-shirts. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll see if I can get you one. If Alan ain't going to uh, gut me like a fish, but I make him make two shirts, I might have to send you one up. <laughs> yeah, I got a shirt with a cooler on the front that says, I make beer disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, uh, so Mitty had this big bright idea. All uh, right, and I'm going to tell you right now, my wife's a saint. 
She really is, even though she's a Yankee. She's a saint. Uh, so we buy this house that was built in 1876, all right, old historic home here in Russell County. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's got 15 rooms in it. It's a monster. Of course, we got it as a steel, but it's, it's a monster of a house. We got plenty of room, all right? So getting back into this wrestling endeavor has also made me start collecting stuff again. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I'm 40 years old, and I, I have started collecting wrestling figures again. I understand that. <laughs> right. But I do. So, so I started collecting them, getting them a little bit here, getting them a little there, and she has this idea. She's like, yeah, I don't want that crap in my house. We got 15 rooms, and she would never see it in one. If we really wanted, we could put it off inside. So she makes me buy a shed to counter as my place for my toys. You, and did you say a shed? Office. A shed, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Okay. Almost like a she shed. <laughs> like a she shed, yeah. right? That's what yeah. I was going to say. Yes. All right. Well, she, she, we've been together since 2004. She knows once ideas start going in my head, they kind of get a little ridiculous every now and then, okay? Okay. So <laughs> she she has this idea to buy the shit, so we go buy it, all right? And it's, uh, I think, 14 by 24, okay? Huge. Okay. I haggled the, the a shed guy down. I got it <laughs> cheap. So, you know, I'm a haggler, sorry. So right. she thinks I'm going to use it as my permanent office for politics and just, you know, have a, have a few little toys here and there and like maybe one corner. <laughs> I'll have to take a picture and send it to y'all here in a minute just to show the magnitude of what happened. I mean, this thing is like wall-to-wall. There's no room in here anymore for anything. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. I got a huge flat-panel TV in here. got a sound system. <laughs> I, I'm putting a disco ball in here. <laughs> and she goes, what the hell is wrong with you? Hold on. That, that's her usual thing. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Are you putting a stripper pole in? Well, I, if I could get by with it, yes. <laughs> but I think anybody would want to see me on a stripper pole. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> that's the only person that would use it. <laughs> <laughs> Try to slide upside down, fracture your neck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's the thing. That's why I don't wrestle anymore. I can't get up off the ground. <laughs> if I'd done that fall and I'd be done. They wouldn't find me for four days, you know, and I'd be, I'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, my buddies come over. They see this big, I mean, it is, it's gaudy. It's ridiculous, okay? I even admit it's ridiculous. But we have named it the Palace. All right. Nobody, even Mindy, my wife calls it the palace now. And <laughs> because she likes to offend it, she knows that I'm going to call it the palace, and that's the only way I answer. So, <laughs> and she put a camera in here on me the other day, and it talks back and forth, so she can hit a button on her on her cell phone and yell at me when her she's needs <laughs> to Because I spend too much time out here, evidently. <laughs> well, I got the same problem. I got a I got a pole barn, so so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I usually spend too much time out in my barn, so I'm just saying. Well, ain't nothing wrong with that, dude. I know. <laughs> you, you you have to have your I hate to use the the word 
man cave, but you do. You have to have your place of respite somewhere. Finally, somebody and, else said it besides me and Randall. <laughs> right. <laughs> Got to have man time. Right. There you go. Uh, you can't get, go to work all the time, get punched in the face for eight hours, and then come home and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to sit and get punched for another eight hours. <laughs> I know. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, well... Hopefully my wife yes. listens to this. Although I'm not saying yeah. nothing. Now bad you just about got my yourself grounded. <laughs> now you just got yourself grounded, Randall. <laughs> uh, just saying, uh, you can't ever do those podcasts again. You're grounded. <laughs> right. They're bad influences on you. That's well, fine. We'll just do it anyway. I'm just saying, Sean's <laughs> definitely a bad influence on me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm a bad influence on everyone. <laughs> hey. Well, I mean, it depends on your definition of bad influence. I mean, I, I, you probably bring some great ideas. Sometimes they might not be the best executed ideas. But <laughs> right. Great ideas. Yeah, it might, it might not work out how I have it in my mind, but... It's still a good time either I, way. I think... It, That's exactly right. I, I think whenever Sean actually approached... Or he mentioned this to do the podcast, uh, it was like... I was like, okay, and then all of a sudden he got everything to to do the podcast, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, I was for real, yeah, and I was like, oh, well, all I right. built a whole I, studio in my house. I guess we're doing yeah. it. <laughs> well, I, 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 I can I can relate with you guys because this wrestling day where we had the big bright idea to do a podcast too, and yeah. of course. I go buy all this equipment. I got microphones I don't even know how to use. I got this little handler. Basically, I give up on these uh, arm mics and stuff. Well, maybe so Brian just, can help you with that. Yeah, he tried. We we fell horribly. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I go buy this mixer. I went to the, the music shop, and they said, oh, this is all you need, dude. And he was right. Literally, Brian, give me some nice headsets and stuff. But I don't have these boom things. So... I get them plugged in, and since I bought this thing, it cost me 300 bucks. It plugs into my computer. It looks all nice and great. And then we decided to shelve it, but we ended up getting like three episodes in. But also, I drank way too much beer doing these things. <laughs> yeah, I do that yeah. too. That's what happens. That's usually what happens. I even have a, uh, I have on one of our episodes, I have a warning on one of them because I got way too, I drank way too many. <laughs> Yeah. I started talking all kinds uh, of crazy uh, shit. Oh, yes. The thing is, you know, I'm sitting here listening to it again, and you clearly hear me popping bottle caps and stuff on the podcast. I'm sure you hear me popping beer tabs. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and my, my buddy that helped me do it, Patrick, uh, like, we had to show it because we got so much stuff going on. Uh, we're, we're doing the media thing, building video. Building. I mean, we're doing stuff for like, 10 wrestling companies now doing their, their videos and promos and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's almost taken me to the side. I get that. I didn't know how to use any, any of this crap. Photoshop, Illustrator, Premiere. Ron Edgar gave me a crash course in it. Oh. And I know how to do it now. Really? <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. But I'm just saying, I have no idea what you're talking about, but... <laughs> But Brian really helped us out too. Yeah, just he did. saying, he did a lot. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. Yes, we do. But, well, Brian, uh, Brian has helped me out a lot. I mean, the podcast thing didn't work out. Like, I mean, he gave me some nice stuff, but he just went plugging the 
the computer that I lay is canceling off the microphone. But he's been very beneficial on everything. But that story, I know he told it on your first podcast, so it will with him, about us going to Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, that was funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I put a picture on our uh, Twitter and our Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, I said, "There's the creepy basement where Buffalo Bill was." <laughs> All right, so I carry a gun everywhere I go, pretty much, and so I have my gun in my pocket. And in my lifetime, there's only four times that I have ever taken the safety off this thing, and that was one of the four. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I, I, don't, I don't blame you there. I had to wait until they started started talking again where they wouldn't hear the click. So uh, <laughs> and I had no idea. I'm sitting here like meandering around. I'm like, there's nobody going to talk to Mr. Bill on the back and stuff. And you go see Mr. Bill, and I knew it was going to get jumped. I knew it. I just had it. My mom was about to die. As Brian says, was about to be skin suits. Is, is what <laughs> so I was sitting there waiting on them to start talking, and I'm sitting here thinking, Brian, Say something, say something, get them to conversation where I can click this daggone safety off this yeah. gun just in case I have to use it. It puts the lotion <laughs> on the skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm telling you, that's what we felt was going to happen. And Brian, after we left, I'm like, Brian, what did you get us into? And he looked at me, he was like, me get you into this. You're the one that done this, dude. <laughs> 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 so, uh, I get him all the time on stuff. He, he's so funny. But it's yeah. scary time. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you feel about the uh, new uh, Biden administration? I, you know, I try to. I get so fed up with the federal politics stuff. I hardly will ever help with the federal election whatsoever because those guys are just jokes. But Biden, I just, I, I just kind of shake my head. It's like, okay, I, I'm going to be supportive of this guy because he's our president. I'm good with that. I hope him the best. I know he's not going to do what I want him to do because he's, once again, he's a bumbling idiot. <laughs> but this guy has not done anything. No. I mean, I, I'm sitting here just at least waiting on him to utter the, a little bit of fault. And his vice president, God bless. Do we? I guess what I'm getting at, it seems like we don't even have a president and vice president at this point. Right. Well, I mean, it's just like they're not there. Well, uh, well, I was. It's Biden Harris right? administration. Well, let me let me just say, I'm hoping he makes it his four years. Yeah, I'm hoping <laughs> because I do not want yeah. her in there. I'm just oh, saying. I agree, and I think a lot of people feel that way too. She, she's a rascal. I mean, that lady's and, awful. And, and, and I'm just saying, I am, you know, between all of us here, I am mm-hmm. probably, uh, probably more. I mean, I'm, I'm poor. I'm, I'm pretty much more open-minded than. Uh, or not open-minded. I'm pretty much open to, uh, you know, uh, the left than yeah. than probably 
you and Sean are. But yeah, anyhow, I'm not open. <laughs> I know Sean's not. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, to anyhow, a certain extent, no. Uh, what they're doing now, no. <clears throat> well, I'm just saying. Um, me myself personally, um, I'm just you know, I I don't mind. You know, I'm I'm kind of in the middle. I'm I'm like to be honest with you, I'm like right in the middle, right? So, so anyhow, um, so you guys are probably more right wing than me, I guess. Maybe not right wing, but just more to the right than me, maybe. But I'm just saying that. Uh, but I still do not want her running the country. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, speak. I'm, I'm going to shock you with this one. I'm, you know, I'm a racist Republican. I, I think you no, I know, I know. Now. Yeah, I know. You're but, a white supremacist, right? So, oh, <laughs> yeah, orange man, good. Orange man, good. Oh boy, code red. Um, you know, Trump. I tell you, I tell people I agree with probably about seventy seventy five percent of what he says. That other twenty five, he's just way out there. No, 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 yeah, definitely way out yeah. there. Hey, but, Trump. Uh, I want to lie to you. I'm I'm more of a libertarian than anything. Oh. Like, I don't want the government being in it anything. Like, yeah, I, I don't want them to tell me to be doing anything. Right. That's kind of kind of where I I I I think that's where I fall. Yeah, really. but now all the liberals are extremists. Well, no, like not not they, all. They get labeled not as extremists. All, not all of them. It's Sorry. like a like a twenty percent of them, or or, or the <clears throat> like twenty percent of them are like freaking you know really extreme and then they're mm-hmm. you know they're pushing their agenda agenda but the 20 yeah. percent overrides the rest because it does that's what's in the media all know, the time right. and yeah on everything else and then uh, and then you know china controls the the uh the news and everything so yeah that's one country that's not listening to us is china all right can you believe it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'll give an example of this, and you know, it, it's a it's a topic that divides so many people, and, and that's the gay marriage thing. You know, I could care less, all right, and I, I don't b- believe personally in it, but also think that people, no matter what, they don't need to have to scroll down whether you're straight or not and ask permission to get married. Uh, it, it, I don't know why government's even in the marriage business. I have no it idea. Doesn't matter, so, no, no, I mean, it, it just divides people out too much. Yeah, they just want their money, right? That's all that it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all it's it's all a game. But uh, actually, to be honest with you, all of it's a game. But oh sure. Uh, anyhow, no, I I am. Um, uh. I, I get what you're saying, um, but I am actually for gay marriage. Just saying. Uh, but well, see that, that that's fine with me. Okay, you're not, you're not going to hear me beat you up over it. I mean, right. that's your opinion. No, no, no. And, yeah, 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 and and we can still be friends, right? So, that's right. That's what's so your right. favorite color? But I also have you know strong feelings. Sorry. The other way too, you know. what I'm saying, like, uh, you know, you know, conservative ideas. I got, I got strong conservative ideas. I got strong 
liberal ideas, I guess. And then it's like we talked about this before. It's just like uh, it's just like you know, where the heck is our party? You know? Yeah, that's right. You know Nowhere. What I'm well, they're too busy trying to divide us out. What it is, <clears throat> using these social issues to do so, whether whether it's gay marriage, whether it's immigration, whatever, these are all social issues, and they they'll divide us out. Even though we might agree on ninety five percent of everything, right. that one issue might be the divider, and they know how to exploit that. Yep, yep, that's exactly what they're doing. Well, I think it's just more mainstream media and people listening to. Well, it. yes, well, it's, it's the just same thing. they're all the same now. That's they're, true. What'd you say? They're, they're, they, they, uh, between government and media, there's no division in them anymore. Uh, they're, they're one and the same, pretty much. So, oh. <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah, as far as mainstream media, right? Yes. They're mainstream, yes. Mm-hmm. They get the talking points already delivered every morning to them right. on what they need. Yeah, and then you, and then you, and then, and then I guess whatever they're gonna say, they gotta get it approved before they say it. You know, that's why man that. invented podcasts because we're allowed to say whatever we want, yeah, whatever yes. the heck we want. We can do whatever we want, right? Yeah, and Colin called me a white supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can call me whatever you want. I don't care. Uh, yeah, I don't care either. So. No, I'm just teasing you. I was just teasing. I know you are. Anyhow, so. <laughs> <laughs> no. I hear, I hear tomorrow Brian saying, "Dude, did they call you a white supremacist?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Brian was shaking his head like, "Oh my." <laughs> no, uh, actually, I already cleared it with me. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Because oh I thought about that earlier. Because after I got home from work, I was thinking about that, and then he had already told me a little bit about about your background, and I was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna just do that." And and I thought, "Oh shoot, maybe he doesn't have a good sense of humor or whatever." And then I was like, <laughs> "I better call Brian and ask him." And he, and he was like, "Oh yeah, he has a good sense of humor. He'll he'll probably come back with you or something." <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, well, the, the the train's already left a left the station, so it don't really matter now, yeah. does it? <laughs> He's already called us Yankees, Randall. Uh, I did call you Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so, well, uh, well, that's the second time I've been called a Yankee on this show, and the first time I was, I said my grandparents was from Kentucky. And and Virginia, so I'm not so much of a Yankee. You are. I guess I am. I guess I am. You were born here in Indiana. I guess I was. See? Racist? <laughs> <laughs> White man bad. So, uh, the, my wife, she, I, I aggravate her about being a Yankee all the time. And so she comes back and she says, I'm, I'm just... Uh, much of a southerner as you. I'm like, Mindy, you're from northern Kentucky. She's like, well, that's Kentucky. I was like, no, that's northern Kentucky. <laughs> right. <laughs> she goes, well, where does the south begin? I was like, anything south of the Kentucky River and down is the south. And which, I don't know if y'all are very familiar with the, uh, the uh, with Kentucky at that point, but 
basically anything about Danville down uh, is the South. We don't include Lexington at all. Those people are nuts. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. So, oh, they're nuts. So, 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 so from from Danville down? Yeah, pretty much. And, and, and I've even told them we need to redraw that. Well, I'm just saying my dad. From Green River. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying my dad was born in Albany. Well, we went. Oh, well, that's just down the road from us. Right. It's about 30 minutes down the road. Yeah. Well, a couple of months ago, I went to uh, Alabama to meet Alabama Mike or whatever. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, my son went with me, my, old, my oldest son, and uh, we were traveling and kept traveling. And then we finally got to the Alabama line or whatever. And, and as soon as we crossed it, I said, oh, I wish I was in the land of cotton. <laughs> old time Sarah, look away, not forgotten, look away. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, we're in Dixieland now, boy. <laughs> You better straighten up. <laughs> so you better turn that rap music off. We're going to get in trouble around here. <laughs> well, he, yeah, that was definitely a white thing he did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But my wife, uh, the, the, the thing with her being a Yankee, she was born in Cincinnati, I think she says, like Bethesda, I don't know what the hell it is, but Bethesda Hospital. I'm like, well, you're still born in Ohio, so you're a Yankee. And uh, <laughs> she lives in Oregon. So we end up have we're, we're going on a cruise. We're getting ready to go on a cruise. And she does not tell me anything about having to have birth certificates, anything like that. I didn't know anything. So she goes back to visit her family up in uh, Hebron, and she's gone, and I'm here by myself, and I go check the mail like I always do. And when I get home from work, and I open the mailbox, and out I see Department of Vital Statistics, Ohio, state of Ohio. And I'm I'm sitting here scratching my head like, what the hell? And I didn't even get the hell out of my mouth, and I was like, oh, my I knew what it was. I knew what it was because she had lost her birth certificate, evidently, and she had to reorder one. And so I video call her, and I was like, well, maybe we got something in the mail today. She goes, well, what did we? Then she stopped. She knew exactly what it was. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got it here in my hand. And I was like, Department of Vital Statistics, Ohio. And I was like, I got documentation now that you're a daggone Yankee. She <laughs> <laughs> tried to hide that. She literally tried to keep me from finding it, and it just by chance she was gone. And I checked the mail that day, and there it was. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> We've got proof. It's on paper now. There's a paper trail. You Yankee Doodle. Yeah. Screw Obama's birth certificate. We got yours. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey uh, I, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go ahead. You sure? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I was just going to ask, uh, so uh, we usually take a break, you know, restroom break and uh, uh, whatever, you know, you need to do for 15, 20 minutes. Is that okay with you to come back on after the, sh- after the break? Yeah, that'd be fine. You sure? Yeah, if y'all continue having me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, before yeah, you yeah. go, though, before you go, I'm gonna because you missed you mentioned the uh, mumble and blunder and all that of Biden. So uh, I'm gonna play a little clip here that I have, and uh, hopefully you can hopefully you can uh, hear. It's 19 seconds long, so it's not that long. Okay. 
So uh, you let me know if you can't hear it. Okay. The only way to spare more pain and more Can loss, you hear the it? only way. Yeah. Okay. These millstones no longer mark our national mourning. These milestones, I should say, no no longer mark our national mourning. Okay. Really? And see, I, I, I think different than most people on, on, on Joe Biden, okay? I, I, I don't believe, I don't like his policies, but I'm almost at the point of feeling sorry for the guy. No, There's something going on with him. Yeah, me there too. is for me, sure. Me too. I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I've I've always liked him. To be honest with you, I think he I has mean, Alzheimer's. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Um, you know. Yeah, I'm not. I don't agree with everything he says for sure. Yeah, but I've always liked him as a politician. I mean, you know, you know, this guys they get in there and they they're in there for ever usually. Uh, but he's always been a uh, pretty much stand-up guy, I think. I uh, just don't think yeah. he's pulling the strings. Uh, and I don't either. I think that's what, that's what I'm getting at. I that. think I this is like, Obama's third term. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I do. Well, it's somebody's term. Because Obama's in the lime, been in the limelight since all this started. Like, he's doing speeches, and he's talking about this, and yeah. he's doing these rallies and doing all this stuff. Like, dude, you're an old president. You had yeah. your two terms. Why are you still talking to people? Yeah. You don't see George Bush out there when Trump was president being like, yeah, he's the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, tell him you shut the hell up. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, dude, be quiet. Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, he'd be like, uh, we have an old saying in Texas, fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> fool me twice. Well, I can't be fooled again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I guess we're going to take a 15, 20 minute minute break, if that's okay with you, Brandon. Yeah, that'd be fine. Um, Can I get your middle initial? Is that okay? T as in Todd. T? T as in Todd. Okay, because I'm just going to... Well, the reason is uh, we had Brandon from Kentucky, and then we had Brandon the realtor on. So I just mm-hmm. want to extinguish you from them. Be Brandon. Well, I'm just going to put you Brandon T or whatever. Yeah. Well, I actually do go by Brandon T Wilson. That's on all my official stuff, and everybody calls me Brandon T anyway. So. Well, there you go. You already said your whole name, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. We we usually try not to say last names on here. Uh, it's totally yeah. up to you, though. It's yeah. It's totally up, up to, to the guest. Yeah, right. They can. You guys. Yeah. You guys can do whatever you want. We we. Uh, we just uh, we always implement that we try to keep everybody's stuff private unless you yeah. got you know guests don't care then you can do whatever you want if you want to promote your business or yeah, yeah. you know well, whatever we'll you want to do then, if you if you want to do all that we can do all that in the same yeah. part okay yeah. I appreciate it guys no all problem right. uh, we'll uh, give you a call back here in about fifteen twenty minutes all right see you all right. we appreciate it thank you bye bye. All right, party people, uh, just stick around for part two. I think we're going to get in maybe some deep politics situations because uh, obviously this guy does uh, pol- political uh, campaigns and, uh, you know, we'll just see where we're at. I can't believe he said he was a libertarian, but that's even better. I like that. He's in the middle. He loves it. So we love it.
anyway, uh, come back and uh, we have more with uh, Brandon T. Wilson, as he said. So uh, stick around and uh, thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. Hey, Sean. Hey, Randall. Hey, can you tell everybody how they can get in touch with us? Sure can. We have a few different options. We've got, uh, they can email us at seanandrandy1234 at yahoo.com. Or they can check out our new website at uh, ruleamerica with Sean and Randy dot shit. Now I forgot. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Good God, sir. Get your life together. Okay. Rural America with Sean and Randy. WordPress.com. That's where they can get a hold of us. Good God. What about Facebook? Yes. We have a Facebook page now, so they can hit us up on there. We'd love to hear from Rural America. How do you... you... Uh, Just Rural America with Sean and Randy. Okay. That's all now. And we're on... um, uh iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Anchor, and a few other ones, right? Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, uh, Breaker. I think that's about it. Okay. I think that's about it. All right. Hell, I don't know. We're out there. Yeah. Rural America. (laughs) We're out there. So get in touch with us. Visit one of those places, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So, yeah, that works. Yeah. Cool deal. See you guys later, Rule America. Scottish people all the way down, all the way to me. You know, so uh, as, as silly as that sounds, people don't think about that, but, you know, great, great, great granddads coming over and grandmothers coming over from Scotland and then all their families merging, they're all Scots, you know, or Scots, Grand Scots. Hmm. Wow. So. And well, you can tell it was a hillbilly, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, uh, anyhow, uh, <laughs> we had a technical difficulty. Yeah, we had a little technical difficulty here. So, but anyhow, so. Um, I guess we didn't get some of that, but anyhow. No, I'll babble on forever. So. Well, that's fine. Um, um, well, this is something uh, you talked about, I think, <clears throat> at least on the last two podcasts or whatever, random. Okay. Um, but this says, U.S. News, birth rate falls to its lowest level since 1979 as COVID pandemic led stress rises so they're blaming it on covid i don't think it's covid versus the plastic right which a doctor talked about mm-hmm. no it's just covid just like racism is a blame on climate you know that's <laughs> right <laughs> climate change is happening everybody's racist <laughs> sure okay anyway I wonder how many people believe that. What's that? That racism is because of climate change. Like, if you believe that, please email in and tell us why. <laughs> the bad thing about it is, 
I think I actually read that one time years ago. <laughs> Is that right? I, I'm on, I, I, let me let me do some research. <laughs> I did hear that. Uh, I think I did hear that. Uh, um, uh, I heard something something else the other day that they said they were it was racist. I can't remember what it was. Your skin. That's what's racist. No, no, no. Because you're I, white. No, no, no. It was... Um, Way to go, slave owner. <laughs> oh I didn't own any. Uh, anyhow. Uh, no, there was something else I just heard the other day that they were saying was racist. can't remember what it was. But anyhow. No, uh... Anyhow, so, uh, Brandon, you, uh, um, so you came out of a really bad situation when you were young, made a good life for yourself, right? Yeah, I'm I'm satisfied with it so far. Yeah, so, anyhow. Did your white privilege have to do anything with that? Right. What do you mean? You didn't have like a the COVID card, but it's like a white privilege card where you could travel freely <laughs> in the United States and all that. <laughs> oh, uh, I tell you, we, <laughs> if you grew up where I grew up, everybody was in the same boat, no matter what. Like, of course, you had some families that were well to do; they they had some money and all that. But, you know, growing up, it, dad, dad, mom, both, they always instilled in us that basically you got to work for what you got, you know. And I stay so busy doing stuff today to due to that, that mindset. Right. I can't stand still, you know. And uh, I'm, my mind's always going. Uh, Brian, he'll, he'll come into my office every now and then, and I'll be sitting there, and he'll be sitting there talking to me, and I have conversations. And I'm sitting there moving around, doing stuff, clicking stuff. He's like, he goes, what the heck are you doing? And then I'll sit there and explain what I'm doing. And he just sits there and just shakes his head. And he's like, how in the world does your mind work like that? I was like, well, it's always done that. I was like, I, I just always, well, I'm always busy. Right. So you're like Elon yeah. Musk, right? Well, I, I, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> right. I mean, I, but, I mean, I wish. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it just productivity, you know, and it isn't it isn't a monetary or material thing. It, it's just, just the, the way you are. I'm geared. Yeah, yeah. just how I'm geared. Yeah, it's like, you know, if I, once again, if I'm idle, if I can't have the ability to do something, I do stupid crap. You know, I, I buy a wrestling company. Right. No, no, no. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Don't give me any idle time because I'll do something stupid. Right. I get get what you're saying because I'm probably... So, uh, (laughs) what do you think about Mike Pence looking at the 2024 election race? Uh, Mike Pence, I'm going to tell you something. I know he's y'all senator. I, I... I, I got to meet Mike when he was a senator a long time ago. Him and Matt Bevan, our governor, our former governor, uh, they, they're, they're, they're big buddies. So I got to meet Mike once, and he, he was a very genuine guy, very nice guy. Um, I don't think that he can win the presidential election. 
Uh, I don't even if Trump wants to run him as vice presidential candidate again, I don't think that's a good idea either. And this is where I leave Trump on some stuff. The I'm sitting here. I, I don't ever watch national news anymore, but for some reason I'm sitting here watching national news. <laughs> there you on, go. On the day, yeah, on the day of all that mess up there in DC, and you know, the, once again, the media is fanning the flames of what was actually. Wait, 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 wait. Let me just ask you for a second. Mm-hmm. Did I see you on TV on January sixth? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the funny thing about that is that just, my, uh, my political friend said, hey, you need to go to D.C. with us. I was like, I No, I'm just teasing you. Anyway, go uh, ahead. But it, it's true. I know people that went. But <laughs> Is that right? Oh so you're God. saying you're affiliated with insurgents. <laughs> Good job, good job, you, Brandon. You better. You, you might want to turn them into the FBI. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> no, no, no need to do that. Okay, get me tomorrow. Anyway, so I was in there watching this whole mess, and and the media, and it's Fox News. I was watching Fox News. It's like they was building up or something. Just some of the language they kept building up for. This is going to be a historic moment. And I'm sitting there scratching my head. A historic moment of what? I was like, Trump's holding this rally out here. He's beat. What's the historic moment? It's like it's like somebody tipped him off. Something was going to happen. Right. All right. So I was just sitting there scratching my head, and I'm telling my wife, I was like, something's about to happen. And then lo and behold, he's like, let's walk peacefully down there and tell them, you know, blah, 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 whatever he said. Right. And next thing I know, people's crashing through the gate, getting in the Capitol. Have y'all ever been to D.C.? Yeah, yeah, I have. All right, nothing is that easy to get in. Right, no, right at all. So the statuary hall, you see all these 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 fools walking through there, waving, taking pictures and stuff. And I'm sitting here, and then they cut the pizza. Then all of a sudden, somebody dies, gets shot, whatever. But getting getting back to to the whole Trump Pence thing. All right, so this is where I separate from Trump. Mike Pence has zero ability as vice president of the United States to overturn an election or even to hold it up. Right. Yes. Congress can lodge all the complaints they want, but they have no right to overturn the results of the election. Do I think there was voter fraud? There's no doubt in my mind there's voter fraud. I mean, it's just pretty just weird that everything happened the way that it did. But for them to certify this, this is where the state mindset comes in. You cannot tell the state of Kentucky that their votes are not acceptable as a person from Virginia. Okay? You can lodge a complaint and sue the state, but they missed that window of opportunity to do that within the state. Pennsylvania, if they have flawed voting results, and get this, this is what kills me about those idiots up there. After they certified them, they come back and say, oh, yeah, we think that we probably need to not certify them. It's like, you've already certified them, jackass. Right. So that's the problem you have. The state still has the autonomy, and people all the time mm. want to get rid of the Electoral College. And all that. That's the biggest mess I've ever heard. The Electoral College is what holds everything together. That's yeah. why you don't have 60 counties in the United States, or excuse me, 30 counties, out of over 5,000 electing the president by popular vote every time. That's why you have the Electoral College. 
right. So Mike Pence didn't have the ability to overturn the election. Shame on Trump for calling him to do it. Now, with that being said, do I support Trump on a lot of stuff? Yes, I do. But not a lot, a, a whole bunch. It's like these border wall thing. I was put out hanging high and dry on that because I went against what Trump was saying to some of my Republican buddies and whenever he was trying to unilaterally fund the wall. And I said, he doesn't have that ability to do that. And, oh, yes, he does. You're, and they, they fed me to the wolves pretty much. I said, okay, we'll do that. But just say Trump wins another four years. Say he's president for eight years now. There right. will eventually be another Democrat president that's going to try to use that rule he just established of unilaterally <laughs> funding the wall to fund some pet project of theirs. And then you're going to be the loudest one crying foul at that point, saying it's unconstitutional. Right. Said, you need to go to the corner and shut the hell up. What you need to do. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, that's what um, uh, I think. Okay. So whenever, so when Biden was, or not Biden, but whenever, uh, whenever uh, Obama Obama was elected. Right. So he did some executive orders. Right. And then Trump came in and did a whole bunch of them. So now um, that's why uh, Biden did a lot of executive orders, because, you know, because at first uh, anyway, because because they already established that. Right. So. Um, anyhow, just saying, yeah, when you, once you establish something, it's, it's not going to end, you know, it's just like, it's, it's almost like, okay, so stacking the Supreme court, right? So, so if, uh, Biden does that, then what the heck's going to stop the next president from doing that? Right. Right. So, I mean, you know, it's just. You know, it's a well, no-win situation. Since we're talking about this, right? Okay, go Sorry, ahead. Sorry, Brandon, go ahead. No, you, you go ahead. Okay, so I was going to play a clip that we played last week as well, right? Okay. But uh, this is a conspiracy theory going around. Um, so I just thought... <laughs> and I just thought I'd talk about it real quick, and then uh, we can move on if, if, if everyone likes or whatever. Um, Does it involve the moth man? It does not involve the Mothman. I wish it did, though. Um, so uh, this is the clip. You also just made some news by saying that you are going to run for re-election. I Do said you- that is my expectation. So is that a yes, that you are running for re-election? Look, I'm, I, I don't know where you guys come from, man. I've never been able to travel. I'm a great respecter of fate. I've never been able to plan four and a half, three and a half years ahead for certain. And if you, it- do, if you do run, will Vice President Harris be on your ticket? I would fully expect that to be the case. She's doing a great job. She's a great partner. She's a great partner. And do you believe you'll be running against former President Trump? Oh, come on. I don't even think about it. I don't have, I have no idea. I have no idea whether it'll be a Republican Party. Okay, so I have no idea it'll be a Republican Party, right? So the conspiracy theory is all these people are moving from New York, California, all these places to turn red states purple. Yeah. You think that's true, Brandon? 
I'll, I'll put it to you like this. this, this I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but trying to get a mass of people to do anything. Pretty hard it, to it, do, it, right? It, 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 yeah, it is. It's like you're trying to hurt freaking cats, okay? Yeah. I mean, the, the, you, you can't get that many people to... Now, you probably got some of the, these people out there that think they're doing that, and they honestly are trying to do that. But as a massive whole, Lord, that had to move it two-thirds of the population to do that yeah right right yeah well i will i will say that uh so i listened to uh joe rogan's podcast and mm-hmm. um he when he moved to uh austin texas uh he um uh, he actually talked to the governor or whatever and anyway he was saying that yeah just just uh don't bring your uh don't uh what do you say okay don't try to accept what you fled right um you know what i'm saying so anyhow yeah, yeah. don't bring your shit here right <laughs> <laughs> so don't bring your shit to texas right so anyhow i i, I think we have our own know. constitution. Well, shoot. Yeah, Texas is fine. Yeah, we'll shut that shit down. Kick you out of here. Hey, there are four, man. Yeah. Maybe we need to go to Texas. I think maybe we might move to Texas. You want to move to Texas? Should we? <laughs> sure. I have a trade. I, I, I hear swarms sometimes. Yeah. Unless it's an ice storm. Yeah, we might lose our electricity yeah, every once in a while. Stop. Anyhow. No, but uh No, I was just uh I was try- just trying to get back into uh you know well, you don't want to talk about that, so uh so you're you're a big advocate for the Republican Party, is that right? I'm an advocate for sensibility. So uh, but you did say that you were more kind of like a libertarian, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right now, the libertarians they leave the reservation all the damn time because they can't string a thought together. There's like five hundred different types of libertarians. All right, I know. Well, I yeah, I know. I'm I'm kind of the same way, and I've been I've been saying for years that, or or you know, since we've been doing the podcast, uh, probably next next election should be a good time for a third party. Um, although they won't let them debate. That's the problem. Well, see what happened. Okay, well. I think we got into this before, yeah, but yeah, what yeah. happened with Ross Perot whenever they figured mm. out that he could actually almost win, then they made it harder for a third party to get in there. Well, and the that's, same thing happened with uh, Jesse Ventura up in yeah, Minnesota. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. So it, there needs to be people that make sense ain't going to be able to run. That's what it is. Well, the thing of it is, who who wants to do that job that's actually a, a good person? I don't know. 
you know. Well, and you know, I support my candidates and stuff, and I usually ask them certain questions. And if they're if those questions aren't answered the way that I feel, I, I'm gonna I won't help them. Won't do anything. I just don't take 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 it. And some of these guys had a big bright idea to talk me into running for city council over here. I had yeah. zero ambition to ever be elected to anything. Right. That is like I would rather take a. I don't know, somebody's throwing a, a, a peed-off cat in my face. Uh, I, I'd rather deal with that. And But dummy me, after about 15, 20 people, come, oh, you need to run. You need to run. I, I finally said, okay, whatever, I give in. And I run. But one thing I learned about people, well, I, and I've always knew this being in politics, is that people don't vote out of necessity to make things better. They vote out of necessity to make their, their selves better. And they, they do it, I, I hate to use the word unintentionally, but there's some part of me that still thinks it's very intentional the way that people vote. Uh, it's almost a subconscious act. It's like, who cares if your neighbor's house is burning down, you're not going to supply them with water to put it out because it's going to uh, make you have less water. Right. And that, that, that's their problem. People just have that problem. And, you know, I I spoke everything that everybody wants to hear, done everything, and but there's one or two families that's in this area that did not want me to be elected. Now, it didn't help that I run a, a campaign against their, for one of my candidates a couple months previous against them and, and pummeled them pretty bad, so they still probably peed off about that too. But anyway, so that's it here or there. But, uh, people just... They're, they're, most people would think libertarian mind, and I'm not promoting the libertarian party here because they're so fractured it ain't funny. No, they're but fractured the for sure right now. Yeah, the Republican Party's fractured. The Democrats are fractured. It's like I'm a registered Republican. I think very libertarian minded, or as I like to say it, actual Republican minded. But then we got that jackass Mitch McConnell running around here, acting like he's the greatest thing on earth, and he he's done more to harm the Republicans and the conservatives than he, any liberal has ever thought about. That guy's a joke, and I, I don't I don't care who I've said that in public, and I don't care who who knows it. That guy is an idiot, and he's our senator now. Rand Paul, Rand's a great senator. But Mitch McConnell, not so much. Yeah, I mean, uh, I miss when your color, your favorite color was red and mine was blue, and then we still slid down the slide together and had fun. <laughs> there you go. Well, that's the thing. It's just it, strange. It, it's all changed yeah, it, within a year. It has. People's worried about having that R next to your name or that color next to your name now. Well, it, uh, you it, can't it, even be white now. Uh, you can't be anything. If you're anything that somebody don't like, they're going to have a problem with it. And I don't like that. I don't like living in a society that thinks that way. I'm sorry. It, you, you made the comment that you disagree with me on the gay marriage. Well, guess what? That's okay. We have different beliefs. That's fine. Right. Yeah, that's I, fine. I don't dislike you any less with that. Or, I, uh, I disagree on that because of the reason of I don't think uh, – 
any human, other human being or government or anything should tell you who you love or be able to marry. That's why. Hey, you know, me and you're speaking the same language. That's exactly what I said. Well, you know, to be, to be honest with you, I'm not. I, I yeah. mean, I'm a straight man. I'm married to a woman, but uh, yep. you know, uh, I don't get why men are attracted to other men. I don't get that because I'm a straight it's not man. You. Right, mm-hmm. and I don't get why women are attracted to other women or anything like that. But at the same time, it's like I would hate for somebody to tell me that I couldn't marry the wife that I'm married to now. That's right. You know, and right. well, the problem of it is these guys they keep wanting the government to come in and basically tell them what to do. It isn't anybody anybody's business what I do in my house. No, it's no, not. That's just definitely the way I look at right. It. So that yeah, that's a libertarian. Point, right so anyhow uh, on that point um uh anyhow it's just a sad deal yeah where we're at now yeah well i, I love everybody and i do I, as long as they, they're good character you know i'm, I'm not going to deal with a bunch of people that that are horrible people yeah. If you got good character, I don't care your background. I don't care where you're from. Right. I don't even care if you're a Yankee, to be honest with you. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> We're cool down there? Are you sure? This is the thing here. I can sing half a Dixie song if if I'm allowed down. There's an old saying down here, you're a Yankee if you come down to visit. You're a damn Yankee if you come to visit and you don't leave. <laughs> so, I think, I, th- I think, uh, um, what's his name? Mike from Alabama. I think yeah. he said the same yeah, thing. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Mike, uh, Mike from Alabama actually has his. Uh, it's a, this is crazy. I don't know if I'm gonna get in trouble for this, for not, but I'm gonna say it anyway, just because I think it's the greatest thing in the world. So, uh, Mike from Alabama has his dog trained. So, if anybody at all says Democrat, his dog's like ah, 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 and flips out. <laughs> a video of somebody uh, that had trained a dog for somebody certain names that done that. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I yeah. lost my mind when he did that. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. You, you know, going on to that point with, with the, the, the everybody getting along, my neighbor down here, he lives two houses down from me. And his mother used to own this house we bought. And uh, a good family. But he is a huge Democrat, okay? But guess what? Wow. He comes down. I'm sitting here in my yard. We talk all the time, but I'm sitting here in my yard, and uh, he, he rolls up, and uh, he said, Brother, I brought you a brisket and eight pounds of hamburger. We just killed a steer. And I, I don't know if y'all understand this too much, but to get a Southerner excited, you bring you some brisket. Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We understand that yeah. totally. <laughs> so the, the 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 huge liberal that that what what the media and the new society is telling me that I should hate me being a conservative or libertarian. I should hate this guy 
just rolls up and done the laborly thing, brought me eight pounds of fresh hamburger and uh, a brisket. You know how much a brisket costs now? Oh, yeah, right, for yeah. sure. It's ridiculous. And we'll sit and talk about politics every now and then. We'll talk about music. We'll talk about art. We'll talk about county. Right. The guy. Talk about art, huh? The guy, the guy campaigned for me when I was running for city council. Right. Really? I got, I got all kinds of Democrat votes for city council. Yeah. Because they trusted me. They, they didn't. They knew my ideas was to help build the county or the city and try to bring prosperity in. That way our kids don't have to move off and stuff, you know? Right. And they don't have to move to California and deal with all those crazies over there. <laughs> right. They can stay here and deal with those crazies. But yeah. anyway. Well, so here's the problem with uh, California mm-hmm. that I think most people don't realize, especially uh, people that grew up in uh, Kentucky, Indiana, stuff like that. Um, if you make... Hundred twenty, hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, right here, Kentucky, mm-hmm. Indiana. I mean, you're doing pretty well for yourself. Absolutely. If you live in California and you're making a hundred, hundred twenty, hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, you're still in the poverty level. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's just yeah. a fact. You are. It is cost of living. It's just yeah. crazy and. Uh, the the inflation out there is due to a lot of the government programs they've got going on. They pay more taxes. Yeah, the taxes. Yeah, I think they have. I think they have like a thirteen percent tax, state ta- yeah, state tax they, or something. And then they tax everything they do over there. If you right. die, they tax you. Well, I know. I I listen to actually I listen to Bill Maher a lot, mm-hmm. and he 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 was going on for ever about this freaking uh solar he was putting solar out in his yard or whatever but he had to build a shed for it so he had to get that inspected and then he had to put the solar up and then it took him like almost i don't know almost two years to get the freaking thing approved where they could actually turn it on you know but yeah it's just a that's that's the bad thing about government. If they got too much control, there it's it's just gonna that's not gonna it's not gonna work right. It, it, that's exactly the point of the states being in control. Now, one state shouldn't have more control than the other. That that's that's the whole whole thing. State of Kentucky, state of Indiana need to be worrying about themselves and working collectively together to right. the United States. Yeah. Not worrying about what's going on in Washington, D.C. and being forced down people's throats just because Kentucky thinks that Indiana needs to do this. We shouldn't go have to tattletale to Washington, D.C. to make y'all do what we want to. Right. We need to make that interstate compact together to make the area better. Yeah. And leave those guys out of it because all they're doing is basically laundering money. Right. All doing. Oh, our, our you stick money. to your own state, racist. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're Yankees up here. <laughs> hey, we welcome you, though. Y'all pay for what we do. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> terrorism. <laughs> we so, believe uh, in the Emancipation Proclamation, okay? <laughs> Goddamn <laughs> Southerners. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that that, that all thing. It freed nobody at the time. People don't understand <laughs> that. It literally freed nobody. 
It yeah. didn't? It no, didn't? No, no, it did not at the time when he issued that in uh, January of 1862. Uh, maybe in 63. But 63. He up, yeah, he ended up issuing that daggone thing. And it, it basically freed all the slaves in the South that he had no control over whatsoever at the time. Right. And he even exempted Missouri, Kentucky, Maryland, and Delaware. He exempted them <laughs> Is that right? from that proclamation. I didn't even know that. And most people don't because they ain't going to teach it. That's right. just how it is. Right. So it, it was just a political ploy is all that it was. Now, Why not? It, well, because it's facts. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I'm just saying it's it's political. So that's why, right? It was. We just it, don't. It was, we don't. Uh, we don't just stay. We don't stay facts in this country anymore. It's, it's, it's weird. No. Well, everybody wants to just a, a nice box with a bow on it and and hand it to you and say this is what it is. Right. They they don't want to do their own research. They don't want to do anything. They want to be told what well, to do. Right. They want to be told what to vote for, how to think. I'm I'm not like that. I don't want to be told what to think. So yeah, I'm just not gonna be told what to think. Period. Which yeah. Randy said before, um, as far as the Irish in this country back in the day. Mm-hmm. Where's my reparations? <laughs> right. <laughs> they're barking up their own tree in their reparations. <laughs> if you want to divide the country even further. Bark up that tree for a while. That's all it's going to do is divide people, and we need to unify people. Yeah. I, I care less about what blah, blah, blah done. If you want to be a Kentuckian, you want to be an Indianian, we're all going to be Americans. It doesn't matter what race you are, where you come from. If you come to this country and you want to be an American, we, we're going to welcome most everybody. You're going to have them damn knuckleheads that you have to deal with the damn Uncle Eddie's of the family. Right. They're always going to have them. But, I mean, people need to get a clue, and yeah. we need to start loving each other. And that's Shitter's full. No, 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 no. Yeah, I, I, full, yes. yeah. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. Um, I, I will say I listened to a podcast earlier today, and mm-hmm. uh, I think Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle was on there. And he was talking about... He's a white supremacist. Dave Chappelle? Yeah. <laughs> I showed you that episode. I know. I know. You yeah. sober that. It was yeah. hilarious. It's, he is not that, though. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> Anyhow. Sorry. Anyhow, uh, he was on there, and uh, they were... Okay, to put this... In, perspective right so they were talking about like bill cosby and they were talking about um you know like eddie murphy back in the day or whatever and anyhow he was like uh you know uh like eddie murphy i think came out and said he was embarrassed about what he did you know, back then, back in the eighties or whatever. Yeah, he did. He said he yeah. was embarrassed about his racial marks against uh, gays and well, okay. all that. Or right, whatever. right. Well, anyhow, anyway, Dave Chappelle actually said uh, that was back then. Yeah, I can I can look at that back then, and that was the 
that, that was, was the thing. That was the that was what the people believed back then, or whatever. And then and then he said, uh, like for example, these people that you know trying to take down uh, you know Confederate yeah. statues or whatever. He goes, he he said, I can believe that you know. Yeah, that was back then. He <clears> said, <throat> "I can I can separate that from everything." Well, the you problem know? is, and, you is know, that if you, you want know, to separate anything, I mean, I'm almost thirty eight years old, right? Uh, Twenty years ago, if you were gay in school, right, you got the fuck beat out of you. Just a fact, right? It just would have happened. You couldn't be gay 20 years ago. Right. Well, now you're getting married and all these things are happening for you. So you can't sit here and tell me that America is racist country. When all these laws are getting put into place. Yeah, and that's the thing. In my opinion, this is just my opinion, but I think we're one of the most accepting places on earth right now. Yeah. And some I, things that we probably don't need to accept, we're accepting. And that's just how it is. We don't need to hate anybody. That's the problem. We need to, no matter what, if I, if I disagree with you for just, say, being gay, I don't have to hate you for that. You sure? I can disagree, and we're probably not going to see eye to eye on a lot of things, but guess what? I can guarantee you, me, me, you, and you are not going to see eye to eye on, on a lot of different things, regardless. Right. But guess what? We're still having this conversation. That's what people don't want to do anymore. No, I know. That, yeah, that's my... That, that's actually... That's Huge my truth. Yeah, go ahead. Well, that's my whole point of this podcast. I was... Trying to get that out there because I, uh, I, um, I was listening, um, uh, when Sean asked me to do this, I, uh, I was listening to another guy and he had a comedian on, which he's a comedian also, but anyhow, uh, he had a comedian on and, and, uh, he was interviewing her. And she said that she did a spot in uh, Bloomington, Indiana, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and then he goes, oh, well, how was that? You know, and she was, well, he'd been there before, too, also. But anyhow, um, um, he said, how was that? And she said, well, it's not bad, but... If you get away from okay, Bloomington is a um, a city in Indiana where you it's know a hippie town. Bloomington is a liberal town. It's liberal in the town, yeah. right? Yes, and then um, but it has IU there, IU College, right? Correct. Okay, so anyhow, anyhow. Um, so she said, it, uh, well, it was fine there in the town, but if you got out, got out 
in the outskirts or whatever, it was kind of like, uh, you know, uh, KKK, KKK stuff yeah. or whatever. And I was like, not true. Are you serious? <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking this the whole time in my head. And then when Sean asked me to do this podcast, I was like, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to show that we, we are definitely not like that. Uh, but anyhow, we're definitely not KKK. Right. Uh, anyhow. Anyway. What's that? I said you're all white supremacists. Oh, hey. we are? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I mean, <That's> <sighs> Go ahead. in this day and age, I think we are. We got a, uh, well, we've got, we have a baseball bat in our studio. We have a uh, Sean, Harley Davidson in our studio. Sean's we have uh, a <laughs> Yeah. I have my head shaved because I'm going a weirdly patchy gray. So if you see me from yeah. a distance, I look like an idiot. So I just shave my head. Um, we have the Emancipation Proclamation in our studio from Abraham Lincoln, like writ out on a scroll. Like, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, no. I guess we are right. Sean, Sean's a skinhead, that's for sure. He's, yeah, I'm a skinhead. He's got the shaved head and everything. Yeah, Randy just hates hates everybody. <laughs> I, I kind of do. Actually. You know, one of my favorite quotes from a, from a movie is the Blues Brothers, whenever they're rolling through, and they, they're stopped by that, that rally, and uh, they say, man, I hate Illinois Nazis. I mean, maybe Indiana. Those people, I tell you, they should be ashamed of themselves. Any, and I don't care what group it is. If they've got hate and separation on their mind, they should be ashamed of themselves. I, they don't need to. They just need to go away. So, well, yeah. Anyway. I mean, uh, I don't have a. Here's the here's the people I have a problem with. Okay, I'm just gonna state it on the show. Okay, to get it over with. Go ahead. I don't give a fuck what color you are at all. Mm-hmm. But if you're an asshole, then you're an asshole. That's right. Period. That's right. Like I'm a dick. We yeah. all know that. Yeah, you're a dick. Randy stated sure. it, <laughs> and I'm a white guy, so I accept that. <laughs> well, we, we actually have a T-shirt that says "Sean's a dick." <laughs> but yeah, guys, I agree with you, man. That's not what I said. Your character needs to uh, distinguish yourself, not not race, not gender, any of that crap. I mean, none of that stuff matters. If you're if you're a good person, you're a good person, and uh, just long and short of it. All right. But people are just so so ingrained with this mindset nowadays to to try to separate each other out, and and they're letting the media do it. Oh, the, uh, they well, are. We, we've actually called the media out several times yeah. on the show. It's just it's just like the media is the worst thing. You know what I'm saying? It's the quickest way yeah. to get brainwashed, in my opinion. Talking about my my vote on the statue and all this, this and blah blah blah. Well, the the, the newspaper. No, no, we were just teasing you anyway. So I'd, I'd, do whatever you're gonna do. Yeah, the, the newspaper Louisville. As soon as I voted on that, they literally told everybody where I lived, where I worked. I mean, they they were what do they call it doxing me. 
Really? Oh, really? And, did they yeah, did, did they have protests out in front of your house? It's fucking crazy. Well, well, get this. They, they there, there could have possibly been some, but instead, they decided they was going to come down to an old Civil War battlefield until they, they seen that there's 400 people down there. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they, they passed it up and turned it into a unity rally on the, uh, the city square down there, a unity rally instead. Same people. We knew, everybody knew it was coming. I didn't have any part in the rally at all, whatever. You know, but it, it was just after, after – you should have seen how they done I mean, I was sitting here the night before. I knew what, what was going to happen now what kind of turmoil it could have caused for me voting the way that I was voting. And I was, I mean, I, I wasn't going to change my vote, but I struggled with it. I really did. And cause I got a family and everything and you never know about people nowadays. And I just sat there and struggled with it and struggled with it. And I knew I had to vote, but it's just one of those things that that was hard, but I've done it anyway. But I thought I was going to have a huge backlash. The, only thing that ended up happening was those, that idiot newspaper out of Louisville. I'm not even going to mention their name. They're, they're a rag. They don't even need to be Clark mentioning. I had a reporter out of Louisville that, that was a total tool. And I had, of course, the, the the Facebook trolls and stuff and Twitter trolls giving their opinion, you know, because they're the court of justice now. You don't want to read the, the comments, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we ended up getting... Uh, all the support I had on 5,000 people private message me saying, Hey, good job. Wait, way to stand up. Right. And it wasn't, it wasn't over the content of the statue. It was just the, the point of history. And I, you could put any statue there or, I mean, or it, actually the financial consequence. Yeah, right. Exactly. The financial, but that's the thing. Nobody wants to have the discussion. On right. The right. Yeah. They only wanted to have, the, the social side of it. Yeah. Get but it out of here. Statue, yeah, any statue that was up there, I don't care who it was. I I would have voted the same one. I, I don't care what the statue was. If it had been there and been a part of history, I would have voted the same one, whether I agreed with it or not. Yeah, well, yeah, nobody cares about history anymore. I think it's the well, worst thing that I've ever experienced in well, my entire life. I, I think... I think um, when, when they started messing around with Abraham Lincoln and yeah. and George Washington. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. After that, I'm done. Yeah, good luck. Well, it's funny, it's funny that you actually mentioned that because I, I, I give them a warning on that. I was like, it's a slippery slope. Right. What, what do we do now? Do we, no, no, no. we decide enough to get rid of Lincoln and Washington? And I'll be damned. The very next day, I think it was up in uh, Pennsylvania somewhere, there's a bunch of people want to take Lincoln out. Yeah. Well, yeah. why would why wouldn't you? He only he only uh, you know freed everybody. Tried to uh, free uh, the uh, slaves or right. whatever. Anyhow, no, yeah. we uh, we talked about that before. Um, and Racist. Then... <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Racist. <laughs> I like Lincoln. Racist. Oh yeah, yeah. I like JFK. Racist. I like Martin Luther King. Psh, white supremacist. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> and I, I tell you, I don't know if y'all remember this. There was a movement a year or two ago to try to discredit that poor man. Uh, uh, I mean, who? 
Mother on their yeah, they're yeah. on their way. They're on their way right now. Are you serious? I mean, no, yeah, they're making shirts now that back. says uh, "Knee on the yeah. neck," whatever, and then it's got Martin Luther King's face on it. I mean that that man literally sacrificed his entire life. He was he he was probably the best person in the freaking history of the United States. Actually, great man, great yes. man. But these these people are now. They're throwing throw him to the wolves at this yeah. point. They're, they're they're trying to find any blemish they can on him. He's an adulterer and everything now. Right. Well, I, I mean, my gosh, I've heard, I've heard stuff about, uh, you know, everybody. Randy, I've heard. Don't stuff talk about, about me like this. <laughs> right my wife's gonna hear it. Right. No. <laughs> no. I've heard, yeah. I, I heard stuff about like. Freaking Einstein used to freaking, uh, you know, sleep with a lot of women. I've heard, uh, I've heard Gandhi used to go to bed with women, but not, you know, actually mess with them, but he would lay with them or whatever. I've heard that. I mean, I mean, I've I've heard everything. I just want my back rubbed. That's it. It's back room. Oh god! Yeah. Oh. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. I'm just saying. I think I just came. (laughs) Did I came? (laughs) Oh jeez. Anyhow, no. Sorry, Brandon. (laughs) Yeah, Brandon. Brandon's Johnson Dick. Yeah, I am. I just say crazy (laughs) shit. Anyhow. So, uh, how do you feel about Kame? No, I'm just kidding. Again! What'd you say? How do you feel about Kame? Just oh. kidding. Okay. And you know, there, there's another part. His, his uh, niece, Alveda King, that lady is a saint. And she's done more for the be pro life and, and, and to be equal I, rights than anybody has. Probably in the last fifty. Well, since Doctor King, you know, Alveda's a, a, a saint. Who um, is it? Alveda King, his niece. I mean, uh, uh, I, I believe she had an abortion when she was younger, and she she like rebounded from it and said, "Hey, that that that's wrong." Right. So, well, just, so I was actually I was thinking about asking you about that, and I haven't done it yet. So, so I guess you're. Uh, Non-abortion. No, uh, no, zero, zero. Yeah, we we've we, uh, we got we, uh, there's a lot of bills that's been passed in Kentucky. And Kentucky's almost led the 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 charge on getting rid of abortion in the United States with some of their pro-life bills. Uh, they passed ten bills uh, two years ago, and I think five this year in the General Assembly and everything. And uh, it's uh, Kentucky's one of the most pro-life states that out there at this point and uh you know even though our governor he's not uh, pro-life he, uh but it, it threw me through a loop that that he he let one bill lay there and become law and, and didn't even try to veto it and he is on a veto frenzy this past session but he let that and go right uh, kind of stumped me a little uh they let that go but he did veto other pro-life bills and yeah i'm, I'm a very pro-life guy so Psh. Racist. 
Just kidding, Brandon. Can, Just kidding. Can, can uh, okay, okay. So maybe this is where me and you might differ a little bit. Yeah. I'm I am and you or you and Brandon. Yeah, me and Brandon. Okay, go ahead. So I just don't think it should be a political issue. I think it should be um, moral. Yes, and I think I I actually think the doctor should have a better training on you know life or whatever. Right. So they're not actually killing babies or whatever. Right. So um, I'm just saying, I just right. don't, I don't think that it should be a political issue. Right. I'm just, that's yeah, just I me. don't, I that's don't need me. So, uh, so what do you think about that? So are you going to argue with me on that? No, because I think we're almost speaking the same language again. We're just looking at it a little differently. I agree with you. It should be a political issue. It should have never been a political issue. The bad right. thing about it is, is that these people turned it to big business. Yeah. Okay? They're making money off of it, and that's what most of them is. Oh, daggone it. <laughs> yeah. Making money off of it. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> my gosh. Randy didn't even think about it. Uh, no, 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 no. I've thought about it, but uh, uh, yeah, I've thought about it. Uh, uh, hey, I'm just gonna say you might want to listen to the No Agenda show sometimes. Mm-hmm. There you go, Randy. It's it's kind of crazy. I don't agree with everything they say, but I'm just saying No Agenda with you know. Anyhow, if you ever listen to that. That, I, might, I might have to look into it because it's telling me. I, I'm just saying. I bet you will. I'm just Rain saying. Is trying to give away no, our no, secrets no, no, here. No, no, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm promoting another show that I'm yeah, not I, on. So anyhow, thanks, Randy, <laughs> for the promotion. <laughs> I know. Just saying, uh, they, uh, they do a really good job of deconstructing. A bunch of stuff, right? Just saying. <clears throat> so but, here's my thing. thing: if you don't open the dialogue up to talk about it, and, and you just listen to talking points of what the media and politicians are telling you, trust me, I see what these politicians do a lot. Yeah, and they try yeah. Politicians and in. the media, right? So yeah. okay, they're one of the same now. Yeah, they're yeah. No, 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 and and then it's all controlled by who? Whoever uh, they either, want. It's either Big Pharma or it's uh, Pfizer, or or it's uh, right China, right? Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's a mix of everybody. And uh, you know, here's the conspiracy theory. I'm gonna let you in on. You know, uh, I don't know if Brian told you this, but I'm also a Freemason, so evidently we're supposed to be controlling everything too. But I'm gonna tell you first and foremost, What's we're that? not controlling crap anymore. Right? <laughs> no, I know. Okay. You know, no, I have a brother. My brother is a Freemason, also. Right. Oh, is he? Yeah. All right. So, so getting so close to the end of the hour, um, but before we do, I want to ask a few questions. Go ahead. Just get your reaction, Brandon. Okay, so we talked about, uh, Randy talked about, you know, abortion or whatever. I'm talking about vaccines. Um, where are these people, libertarians, that's uh, my body, my choice? Where are they at? 
Well, I don't, I don't fully think they're libertarian as much as they're, they're, they're selfish at that point. All right. So my body, my choice, they're, they're talking about both sides of their mouth. They're talking about abortions. Well, they are, but then it's not okay for your body, your choice, not take the vaccine though. No, it's not. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. They're the same people that's telling you, you should be ashamed of yourself for not taking the vaccine. Right. So they're talking about both sides of their mouth. So they, they fall in, in my opinion, to almost that crazy category of being. A Karen. Fucking yeah, Karen. Damn Karens. And I want to talk about my daggone That's right. body. And where's your manager? So. You don't want to take the vaccine? That's ridiculous. Where's the abortion <laughs> clinic? <laughs> well, I don't think babies should be killed. It doesn't matter. Racist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> That's what I think. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think that's the whole problem. I'm still people pushing their (laughs) fucking agenda onto you. So anyway, Brandon, we appreciate you coming on today. We appreciate you calling in. Well, Um, I appreciate the time. We appreciate your time. Hey man, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, you've been you've been pretty good. Um Um, I uh I don't know. I think I think we're all good, yeah. right? More Randyisms, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I do that a lot. Hey, Sorry. why don't you do me a favor, if you will, Brandon? Mm-hmm. Email email us at uh, Sean and Randy one two three four Yahoo dot com, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, leave your address and your shirt size, right? And we will send you a goodie bag with a shirt, bracelet, business card, sticker. Oh, if you don't care, I don't care. One okay, bit. okay. So uh, we appreciate that, and then uh, we'll send you a goodie bag or whatever. I'm a, I'm gonna send you a Randyism shirt for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I keep messing up all the time, and um, um, I'm not good on. You know this. what I'm saying? Sean's, you know. Sean's a lot better than me on this. <laughs> And I, I'm just fucking with Randy right now. No, Randy's no. like, you <laughs> son of a bitch! Right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, we appreciate you coming on for sure. Yeah, yeah, w- yeah. We'll do it again sometime. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I wouldn't. Have you guys? There you go. Oh yeah, cool. Um, anyhow, I wouldn't mind uh, talking about your actually, you know where you grew up and everything a little bit more in detail, but I, you know, we, you know, we just have a little time here. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, contact me another time. We, we can get, get down to that a little bit more. And I know we kind of got off and solved the world's problems. Right. There we go. <laughs> we solved everything. We solved them. Finally. Yeah. People just need to listen to the podcast and get your life back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, yeah, appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, appreciate you coming on. Um, and uh, anyhow, we'll send you some stuff. Yeah, that's great. Don't All forget, right. seriously, uh, Sean and Randy, and the word is spelled and a n d. And then uh, just send us your uh, shirt size, your address, or whatever. 
and uh, comment, and then uh, I'll make sure you get your uh, stuff or whatever. Yeah. If that works for you, anyway. Oh, it is. I'm actually going to type the email out right now. There you go. <laughs> Sean and Randy, 1234 at and uh yeah. yeah, we'll send you a goodie bag. Next time I make Mojito Mania shirts, I'm going to send you one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there <laughs> you Definitely. go. Yeah, there you I go. I would love to have one of those. Yeah. There you go. I take a large. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. There All right. We well, go. Yeah. We appreciate it, and uh, you have no idea. We really do appreciate it, Brandon. Thank you very much. Yeah, guys, I appreciate y'all. I had a good time tonight. I did. I did, too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Randy did, too, and uh, thank you very much, and uh, we will holler at you later. All right. Y'all have a good night, guys. You, too. You, too. Thanks. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Well, there we go, Randy. We got a uh, another real, Kentuckian, a real legitimate guest, right? Yeah, <laughs> legitimate I, man, guest. This guy good. grew up with no electricity or anything. Yeah, I know. Pretty crazy, right? How you gonna do that? How you gonna do that in this day of age? I don't know. Somebody How gonna happen? Somebody's figuring it out. No, kids are gonna kill their parents. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But, uh, no, 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 yeah, he was good. I mean, I was kind of wanting to get into it about him getting, you know, kind of su- successful, right. you know, or whatever. Uh, later, he got there by working, later, yeah, yeah, he got there by working, kids, working, just gotta work, yeah, yeah, just you gotta work, you shit fuckers, you gotta, you gotta do the job, hey. just saying. Dad, can you pay my car payment? Fuck no. Anyhow, no, he, you know, he, he's uh, pretty successful. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying he's, you know, he's not like a movie star or nothing, but he's, uh, uh, he's pretty successful for growing up with no fucking electricity, exactly, (laughs) and no plumbing. Yeah, right. Holy shit. Yeah. No, Name a kid he, that could live I, without I, electricity or I plumbing was, nowadays. I was actually wanting not going to happen. Right. I was actually wanting to get into that with him, but <sighs> um, yeah, we kind of probably ran out of time. So anyhow, yes, uh, we may have him back on again, and I'm sure he would be willing to come back on. Yeah, for sure. Um, we definitely appreciate him coming on. Definitely. That was a good show. Pretty good. If you listeners aren't happy with it, well, then uh, if you're not happy, then you're Nazis. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) White supremacists. Yeah, you white supremacist pieces of shit. Way to go. Way to put yourself out there. But uh, realistically, we appreciate everybody listening. And we have some shout outs to give this evening. Um,. Let's give those shout-outs right now. So, okay, go ahead. Um, what do you got? We are happy to acknowledge that the United States. Right. Listen to us. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, United Kingdom, India, Poland, Canada, Thailand, the Philippines, Australia, Belgium, Norway, and the Newman, Germany... All right. Germany. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. 
offering knots on Swiss and that didn't even, I didn't, that's not even I German. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, that's not even German. I'm just, this sounds German now. Okay. okay. I'm sure you German people are going to be like, you guys are, f- you probably just said you're dicks tight. <laughs> <or something." laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, we appreciate all you countries listening to us. It's amazing. Yes, we, appreciate it. Fuck, we're into 11 countries now. So, uh, yeah, that's amazing. We're in there. Right. We and appreciate it big I time. also want to apologize for the quality of the, um, you know, the, um, uh, from, from Brandon, the, you know, the mic stuff or whatever. He was a call in. So right, that's, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. we could do. So. Yeah, that's fine. He yeah, he was calling. He's from another state. Yeah. Um, we also have, uh, I guess, to apologize for the last episode, too. All the technical fucking difficulties. Right, right, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm sure that was a turn off as well. But, listen, we're trying to figure this shit out just like you guys are. Right. It's called life. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're all in this together. Anyway. We appreciate y'all listening, and uh, it's amazing. We're still here, so thank you guys very much, and uh, we will see you next time. Hopefully, we'll have another guest. If not, it'll just be me and Randall. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Hopefully. All right. But, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Brandon T. Wilson from Kentucky, and uh, he was a good guest, good guy. So, yeah, really good guy. We're going to head out right now, and uh, we appreciate everybody listening. So, we thank you guys, losers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm Sean. I'm Randy. And this is Rule America. America.